Welcome to Get a Life Podcast with Kristen and Steve. Together, we are certified life and business coaches and consultants. Join us as we give you practical steps to realistic subjects based on our experiences that are attainable and you can apply to your life today to start seeing results. We will talk about subjects such as time management, organizing your day, your purpose, getting beyond your past, and many other topics. We want to help you take the next step. We will use our experiences and life journey to help you shorten yours. So grab a cup of coffee, put your earbuds in at your desk, or go for a run, and let's get a life together. Welcome to Get a Life Podcast. This is Kristen. This is Steve. And we're back. It's been a while, but we are finally back with doing a couple more episodes for you. Today is episode 41, and we're going to be talking about rejection and things like that. But what's the title of the... The title of this one, this next four episodes is the rejection series. And then this one is identifying a rejected mind. We have to kind of start there, give you some some tools so you can identify that maybe you're operating out of a rejected mind. Right. Kind of maybe even better title probably would have been. Do I have a rejected mind? Do I have a rejected (laughs) mind? Right. Because that's what we're going to do. We're going to point to some identifiers in this that'll cause you to think it in. Maybe this won't apply to you. Right. It doesn't apply to everybody. These identifiers, some of these we all deal with. It doesn't mean that we're rejected. But when we go down through this list, if you think, boy, I hit a lot of these and you begin to think about your life, you may find that I've got some rejection that has happened to me that I haven't dealt with. We all face rejection in life. Yeah. I mean, if you've lived any amount of time in your life, you've been rejected somewhere, somewhat, somehow. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just really deep and really long. And sometimes it's people get rejected numerous times throughout their life. And that's where I think you kind of, that's where you have to heal from that. It it begins to set in. You don't deal with it properly because you've not been taught how to deal with it properly. And it begins to take root, different hurts and things that come out of that rejection. We've been looking at this. We've been talking about this. We've been studying this for a while. And I heard back a few months ago, I heard a couple sermons and a couple podcasts from different people on rejection. And I found it to be an interesting title. I've dealt with rejection in my life from different life experiences or, or whatever. And I thought I had dealt with it. I thought I was fine. So I thought, I'm going to listen to these podcasts because that sounds like a neat subject. And and (laughs) I've been through rejection and dealt with it and healed from it and moved on from it. And as they started to talk about some of these identifiers we're going to talk about, I just kind of sat there and thought, Hmm, it's not. (laughs) I guess I haven't really dealt with this properly. Right. The right way. So I think some of you, you may think, Well, this podcast is going to be a waste of my time or this is neat. I'll listen to it. I've dealt with this before. Maybe you'll find that, huh, I really haven't fully dealt with that rejection in my life because it does affect areas of our lives. That's what we're going to look at. Some of the different and some of this is our own talks, our own studying, some of this information, you know, I've pulled from other people that I've listened to. So this comes from a lot of different areas. But the biggest sign of a rejected mind is an unstable lifestyle. And we're going to talk about all the identifiers that point to that unstable lifestyle. Okay. And you might be thinking, my life isn't unstable. 
My life is stable. Right. Well, let's talk about some things because there's some simple things here that you never would really think about. I want to start out with the scripture. One of the first identifiers is an indecisive mind. Mm. James 1.8 says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. An indecisive mind is a sign it's a sign of a rejected spirit. Right. I mean, because sometimes it can be a personality. Correct. But at the same time, it makes sense that you're indecisive because you're worried if you don't make the right decision, then you're going to be rejected. Right. And that's what you have to think about when we talk about these identifiers is, okay, I'm, I'm a very indecisive person. Am I indecisive because that's just my personality or am I indecisive because right. of maybe I've dealt with some rejection and I don't want to disappoint people and I don't want right. somebody to be mad at me because that's happened in my past and I got rejected and now I, I'm an indecisive right. person. So I think that would take some time for you to just sit with yourself, say, well, I've always been that way. That's my personality or stop and think is it my personality because I'm afraid of being rejected. Right. I don't want to make somebody mad because I make a decision that they don't agree with. If I make the wrong decision, right. then that's some, an issue is going to come up because I made the wrong decision. So I am having a hard time making the decision. So it might not just be your personality. It might be because of rejection. And you have to deal with that because indecisiveness can be a personality yeah. thing, but most decisions in life disappoint Something or someone, because you always have an opposing when you're a, de- that's what a decision is. I'm making a decision. Do I do this or do I not? If I do it, it'll favor me or this person. If I don't, it won't favor me or it won't favor that. So somebody in most decisions, somebody's going to have some sort of disappointment. So that's why people become indecisive. That's what an indecisive mind that you struggle with making decisions bounce from one opposing decision to the other. So like you'll say, I'm going to do this and then no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this and no, I'm not going to do this because you, you're not dealing with that rejection. Right. And making people upset or whatever. And, and again, we all do this from time to time. We all struggle with decisions sometimes in certain situations. What we're talking about is this is a constant trait in your life. Right. And what you'll see with this series, especially this one, but with all of them, you're going to find, and I don't say this for the purpose of you, you know, judging people. No. But when you start realizing this, even if you don't deal with rejection, this knowledge right here is going to help you dealing with other people, especially if you're a leader. Yes. Or, you know, sometimes even your spouse, you'd be like, why are they acting Mm -hmm. the way that they're acting? Mm -hmm. It just helps you become aware. I've said that probably in every single podcast we've, we've done. These podcasts are just trying to make you aware of why people do some of the things that they do. Mm -hmm. It's, It might not be for you to fix them or heal them or whatever, but it just helps you get an understanding. Why do they keep doing this over and over and over again? These are your whys. You always look for the why Mm -hmm. instead of just freaking out and saying that person's a horrible person. Find out why. Right. And it makes it less frustrating when you're dealing with that person, you know. It gives you able to give some people some grace. Right. Because you're like, you know what? I, I think they've been through a lot in their life. Yeah. And that's where even in the workplace, I work with a lot of different people and having this knowledge now, I'm able to identify, like I can pick out. Right. And you're not going to jump all over them because they can't make a decision. Right. You're going to obviously in your job, they need to make the decision, but you also can say, okay, I'm going to give him a little grace here, but let him know you got to make a decision. And maybe having this knowledge 
not just give them grace, but maybe you can help them. Yes, because you have recognized. I mean, don't walk up and say, well, you're rejected. No, That's why, Lord, no, no. But you can help them without them even realizing what you're doing. Exactly. Work through some of this stuff right. and build their confidence right. so that they don't live this way. Right. This type of instability, this indecisiveness creates a loophole for confusion to set in. For sure. Satan looks for loopholes to insert confusion into our life and get us off track. Yeah, because God is not the author of confusion. Correct. So that's not God if you're confused. And an indecisive mind is very easy to create confusion in. Chaos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another scripture, Psalms 1. One through three says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Let me just talk about this. Why did I share this? Someone who has planted themselves means that what they do prospers. Doesn't mean everything they do prospers, but the Lord wants us to plant ourselves in him and what he says about us. We've said it a hundred times in this podcast, but you may not be a believer in God or you may not read your Bible, but the only way we know to help you Mm -hmm. is to give you these kind of And when you hear these types of scriptures, a double-minded man can't, you know, make a decision. unstable. Well, that's just... That's just common sense. Right. It's a scripture. Yes. But that's something you can use in your life, Christian or not, Mm -hmm. that that's truth. You have to know that's truth. And when we struggle with indecisiveness in life or whatever, what do we go to? We turn to God. We turn to the Bible. We read scriptures. We plant ourselves in him, what he says about us. And it brings us peace and it helps us make a decision. In tough situations to make the proper decisions. It it brings your emotions at peace. Um, Your emotions prosper in that. And so that rejected mind has the ability when you plant yourself and you find out who who is this God that we talk about, you can experience that peace even in the midst of rejection. A rejected, indecisive mind feels the need to constantly defend themselves. And it's typically because of the indecisiveness. You're bounced from one thing to the next. In indecisiveness, you are constantly defending your actions. That's another kind of a sign that somebody's dealing, that, that their indecisiveness is out of rejection. Right. When they change their mind constantly, and then they're constantly defending why they're changing their mind. Okay. Yep. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Sorry. The next thing is instability and indecisiveness create unnecessary conflicts in life. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. One day you're one thing, the next day you're not. Well, it confuses the people in your life. Correct. Right. So then that causes confusion because you're like, well, yesterday everything was great about that. Now, why is today we're all, you know, up in Mm -hmm. arms about it? You're unsettled in what it is you want to do or you. And for me personal. Personally, when when rejection is an issue for me, I tend this is kind of where I tend to sit. Yeah, this is my sign of rejection. 
like because I, I become must unsettled. Be, you know, rejected right now. Right. I become unsettled in what I'm called to do or called yeah. to be or who I'm supposed to be. And one day I want to be this, and the next well, day you I question, want to be that. You, you just you start question questioning it. it because you're like, well, if this was what I was supposed to do, then why is it like this right now? So right. that's why. You get that unsettledness. You get that unsettledness. You jump. Some people jump from one job to the next, yeah. not in a in an unhealthy way. Right. They jump from I mean, because you've you've absolutely had a lot of jobs, right. but you've done nothing but improve yourself Correct. each time. It wasn't because I'm mad at that guy, so right. I quit. I'm mad at Correct. that guy because I quit. You're not Correct. quitting. You're just trying to improve. So right. Just make sure you pay attention to like, well, that guy had a lot of jobs. Yeah, but but he's improving and it's not because right. of any reasons. Right. It was for Other better opportunities. Right. Better, better opportunities. opportunities. But when people constantly change jobs, you know, because, because that can't. boss is a jerk or they make right. me do this or they do that. And it's always this turmoil mm -hmm. constantly. And I constantly have to keep getting new jobs because nobody can work correctly right then that's obviously that becomes a, that becomes a problem issue. or right. i, I want to be i want to be a nurse and you go through all this and then all of a sudden you work a few months and well that's not who i well i thought you wanted to be a nurse that that's what you said you wanted well no it's not now now i want to be a i want to be a firefighter now, well, now that I'm can a firefighter. be adhd too i mean it can, <laughs> it can. Again, these are just yes. signs of, to cause you to think. Some of this can be personality yes. stuff, <laughs> for sure. The next thing is it robs the power of vision. Vision is the conviction of who you are. Like, I know this is who I am and this is what I'm going Correct. to be. So that confuses that. A rejected yeah. mind causes you to waver in that, mm -hmm. in that vision. Yeah. You waver in that. Your, your vision statement for your life constantly changes. Right. Indecisiveness now, what can cause this is a lack of affirmation in life experiences. So you're saying you, you've done things in life and you weren't affirmed by it. You've had accomplishments. That nobody cared about it. Right. right. There's been a lack of affirmation yeah. in your accomplishments in life. So then you think, Meh. well, I feel like that was an accomplishment, but right. nobody, nobody, nobody even really, said anything. Nobody so really cared. Maybe it right. wasn't. Right. So then you, you start to think, well, maybe that really wasn't an accomplishment. Maybe right. maybe I'm really not supposed to do that. Maybe that's why nobody said anything about it because right. I'm not because doing really what I'm supposed to do. And, right. right. So it causes you to start to question yes. what you do and, and who you are. Another indicator... And some of these are going to sound similar, and some of them are, but there's little parts and pieces to them. A troubled mind. So we talked about an indecisive mind. Now we're talking about a troubled mind. This is an internal unrest. Yeah. Your mind is always troubled. You can't enjoy the blessings of the moments you find yourself. Uh, even in the bad times, you can't see the blessing in the midst of it. Everything is a rejection. You get in an accident but you can't see the blessing that you're still alive. Those types of things. Right. Uh, even in the positive moments, you struggle to see the blessing because you're focused on the, the bad that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of stopping and saying, okay, yeah, this was a bad situation. This was horrible. But was there anything good that came out of it? Right. You have to really be very purposeful in evaluating those things. I think what happens is when you have that rejected mind, you're just already assuming the bad in all things. Right. So that's what you're, well, of course that happened because of this. Well, of course that happened because of that. Like it becomes very difficult to be positive. Right. When it's 
a something that's happened in your life over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it is basically retraining your mind. It's retraining. Yeah. And, and I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. We will. And I mean, I may, we may be getting ahead. I might be getting ahead of myself here, but I've worked in a lot of different places and management positions and dealt with a lot of people and kind of a sign of a rejected mind too, is when you, you sit down with somebody and try to maybe show them, Here's how we should handle this differently. Right. Like this wasn't done 100% correctly. Let's right. handle you this differently. You can see how they respond they to immediate, it. They immediately defend right. themselves. Right. I mean, and it's fine. I'm looking for someone to say back to me, well, but here's you, why you I can did this. It, but it's it's a it, they become very defensive. Yeah. And if you rec if you are already aware of people that get rejected, and you are in a leadership position and you recognize that you can stop that so quickly just by saying, look, honey, I'm, I'm not here to attack you personally. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk to you about some of the things that we need to do to make it a little different. And that can really stop that rejected spirit really quickly right. because they think you're coming at them. They're always constantly thinking you're coming at them. Mm-hmm. When you really have to step back and really look at the situation and say, okay, they're not coming at me necessarily. Right. You And as the person addressing that, they have you to, have to affirm yes. their action. Now, listen, I understand why you did it this way. Right. I completely get why right. you affirm handled that. things this way. Validate that. Here's, a, here's how we really want to do it. Right. Nothing necessarily wrong with the way you did it. I understand why, but here's how we can do it a little different. Right. And um, you as that leader can start helping healing that person. Right. I mean, if you want to, if you want to By giving them a different experience. Yes. Not even looking at them and, you know, we're not talking about going into this whole counseling session, but it's, it's treating them as a leader, having them experience a different leadership approach than they've ever experienced can cause them to be like, Oh wow. I didn't realize this is how leaders are supposed to be. Right. Another indicator is unrealistic and unhealthy expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Expectation impacts experience. And I heard somebody use this example, and I thought this was great. I use the example of going somewhere and going to a restaurant that he's never been to. The person that brought him said, this is the best restaurant you'll ever be, yeah, be to. The best and it food was you ever have. Yep. He said it was horrible. Now, on the flip side, if the guy would have said, I'm going to take this restaurant, and it's absolutely horrible, but it's the only one in town. He said, I would have got what I expected. And maybe would not be as disappointed. As disappointed. Now, that's a simple example. Because you're going in with an expectation. Right. Rejected But is that wrong, though, to be... No, but here's, I guess, here's the point in that story, is he's saying the guy that brought him there... Yeah. Had to have so known awesome. that it was horrible. No, but it probably was great the first time. Maybe. We went. That happens and that a lot. Could be too. Because we're like, this pizza is so awesome. <laughs> and then we order it with for our friends and then it sucks. And that's always when it's horrible. Is when it's you order all right. Somebody. So, I mean, that happens. Rejected minds very commonly do operate with expectations that aren't realistic. Okay. So, I don't want to throw you off here. But our daughter has this mindset that she's not going to have an expectation about anything mm-hmm. because she doesn't want to be disappointed. But that's an expe- that's an unrealistic expectation because to say that she I will that. not have an expect. Well, that's you can't go through life without that's what an I expectation. Told, I said that you can't. She's like, well, I'm just going to decide that it's going to be the worst. And if it works out, then it's great. And but that's no, an no. unrealistic expectation, <laughs> too. But is that because of? Rejection. Rejection. And yeah. is she, rege- why is she rejected? Because she, because was, she adopted. was adopted. Yep. 
Adopted she might, people. I mean, she doesn't even probably even understand why she responds in some ways that she does. Yes, we've had her since she was four years old, but that child had been rejected mm-hmm. by a set of parents. Mm-hmm. And you can read any, we're not therapists. No. But you read any studies from doctors, therapists, psychiatrists, whatever, they will tell you anybody who has been adopted, regardless of their age, even a baby, if they are given up by their biological parents, there is a rejection that sets in Mm -hmm. that they don't even realize. I mean, let's just share about Abby. I had a daughter Mm -hmm. uh, before I met Steve. Her real father really wanted absolutely nothing to do with her. She's been with me since she was birth, been with Steve since she was two, had a beautiful life, but we still recognize rejection in her because she knows there is an actual biological father out there that wanted nothing to do with her. Mm -hmm. So you don't know what that does to a brain. I don't know what that is. I've never had to deal with that. I haven't either. But we have to recognize that when things come out in them as our children, Mm -hmm. that, okay, we're operating a little out of, uh, Sydney's extremely indecisive. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to make the wrong decisions. Mm -hmm. So we have to really work with her to say, you know what? You can make a decision and let's just go with it. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, ugly. Let's just go with it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But that rejected mind yes. struggles in those areas. Yes. They, they form expectations that affect relationships. Yes, absolutely. You either expect no relationships, so you miss out on opportunities, yep. or you expect everyone to be perfect, and when they aren't, you're done. Yep. Oh, done. Like, done. Over it. That's, it's over. It's it over. affects relationships. I think something that rejected people do a lot is they don't define their relationship. They get into unrealistic. And I'm not even talking about husband, wife, boyfriend, no, no, girlfriend no, relationships. Friends. You know, they get into relationships. They identify people in their life that aren't supposed to be that person. You know, a, a mentor, some examples I have, a mentor guides and challenges and a friend affirms. When you have a rejected mind, you define people incorrectly and it impacts that relationship. You want someone to be a mentor, but really what you want is someone to just affirm you and not challenge you to do something different. And if they don't do what you expected them to do, now you're disappointed in them. Mm-hmm. So I have people in my life that I consider mentors. And they're friends, but I consider them also mentors. So, but if I've defined that relationship incorrectly, when they challenge me, mm. I can then become offended and be like, well, you're supposed to, you're supposed to, well, be that's what a mentor is supposed to do. Right. I want them to push me out of the boat. I want yeah. them to challenge me. But if I've defined that relationship incorrectly, people in, in the church world do this with, um, lots of times I'll look at a pastor as a spiritual father or a spiritual mother. Yeah. And they look at them that way. They look for that relationship to replace. Right. You can't do that. Their bad experience with their earthly mother Mm. or father. Right. And that's where you, you can get offended by those leaders because they did not become that. Who you thought they were supposed to be. Right. But you're the one that put that expectation on them. Correct. You're the one that put them on that pedestal. Correct. So when they, because they're human, don't react the way that you wanted them to, they hurt you. You get rejected. Then you're done. Mm-hmm. Because it's, they didn't have, do what you wanted them to do. Correct. 
that that's incorrect because at the end of the day, they're human. They're human. So we, we have to rejected minds place unhealthy and unrealistic expectations on the people in their life. Yes. They define them improperly even. Yes. They give no grace to people they're in relationship with. You know, like like we've talked about, we've, <laughs> yep. we've cut them off the yep. minute they cut make right us off. mad yep. because we're operated operating with that rejected mind. So, where so unhealthy and unrealistic expectations, that's another big indicator. So we're going to split this episode up into a part one and a part two, because there's a lot of information here. We're going to continue on in part two talking about more identifiers, but I think this gives you a lot to chew on right now mm -hmm. without throwing too much information at you. You may even need to listen to it again. So we're going to stop this. We're going to call this part one. Yep. In the next episode, we're going to continue on part two talking about more identifiers to a rejected mind. Yep. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Okay. See ya. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Our goal is that you have some practical steps that you can implement today at Getting a Life. Don't forget to come back next week as we continue to talk about the subjects that will help you reach your life goals. If you want more information about what we do, you can reach us at skyoungconsulting at gmail.com. That's S as in Steve, K as in Kristen, Young, Y-O-U-N-G, consulting at gmail.com or our Facebook page, SK Young Consulting. And please share our podcast with your friends. See you next time. And remember, you control your day. Don't let your day control you.